bada bing, bada boom. I think we're working, Ted. Bingo. Bing, bing, bo- bango. Bing, bang, tango. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, break it up, please. Welcome, Peter louder. Smith and Steve Mix. Uh. You are now entering the Vegacast. I'm still tired, Steve. Dude, I took a nap before the podcast. I'm, Did still, you? Wa- I'm still waking up. All right. I went in the other room. I was like, I, f- I am physically exhausted <laughs> yeah. from pain in the grass. Yeah, for I real. swear. I saw Ryan Castle yesterday, and he's like, three days? Brian, not the best idea for all of you, huh? And I was like, dude, I'm about to punch you in the face. Yeah, right? Like, no offense. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Not funny right now. Yeah, no, and he was, he was, he was like, I, you know, noted. In the future, maybe not doing three days in a row. I was like, yeah, dude, all three days were awesome. Awesome meeting everybody. But by Sunday, I had a wall. I was going to say, Sunday was still a great time, but it it was hard getting fired up on Sunday. The drive to the White River Amphitheater, like, I had to question life in general. Like, I was struggling. I was like, I, I, and it wasn't like I was partying. Like, it was just from meeting people, chatting with people, running around up and down all the lawn. by Sunday, I was like nodding off trying to drive there. And I'm like, I'm hungover and I'm not even, I didn't even get drunk the night before. Yeah. When I got there on Sunday, just walking up that stairwell in the back, which we had done countless times. Yes. Like I got up there and I was like, I'm already tired. And then like I saw some people I knew outside the uh, Palace Law experience mm-hmm. and I was walking over to them and like almost tripped. And then my buddy's like, he's like, dude, you're already hammered. I'm like, no, why yeah. do you ask? And yeah. he goes, cause you almost tripped and you have that gaze in your eyes. Like you're just not there. And I'm like, you're not wrong. I go, maybe I'll drink a beer. That'll help. Like a hair of the dog, baby. Right? But I was like, just like, I'm not hammered again. I was like, I'm just hurting. I know there's a few people I met at first on Sunday and I'm just like, I, I, I got nothing. I got no words. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not yet there. I need to yeah. get like some food. I need to get like maybe some kind of sugar in me, crush a Red Bull. I'm not yet ready for any of this. God, man. And I'll tell you what, it's hard to eat when you're talking to people. Yeah. Like, sa- like Sunday, I ate some food. Saturday was tough. I feel like every time I went to get a plate, I was doing an interview with you and BJ. Yeah. Well, yep. Thanks again for letting me hop in on that one. Oh, it was great. Uh, Gavin Rosdale thought your, uh, your fit was tight. I know. I know. That was so awesome. <laughs> but like, right, like I didn't even think about the fact I was like hopping in an interview with you and BJ. Yeah. And then as soon as I done, uh, as soon as I was done, I was like, all right. Let's get some food. Mike was like, we actually have an interview now. And I was like, yep. All right. All right. And it's also weird. It's like when you're backstage, like generally in the studio, when we're doing an interview, like I'll check the time just because you don't want them to go too long or be too short. Right. But when I'm on stage and everybody's looking at you, right. I was like, I feel weird staring at my watch and being like, how long we've been doing this one. Right. And there's also no way to give the old like, okay, let's we're done. Like the, the wrap it up cue without like people in the crowd seeing it and then possibly misconstruing it like as if like you're not into it. But like you still want to be respectful of the time of like the, the bands. Yeah. So it's like it was it was tough to communicate that kind of stuff. Like there was one point where I knew we were, we were interviewing Thunder Pussy and they're, they're they were awesome. Having a blast. That look, I mean, that looked awesome from the crowd. Oh, man, I got some great pictures. I got to share them at some point where I took a picture in the back with Matt Hayward, our photographer friend. Yeah. And just about right before we're about to take the picture, Matt goes to the girls in Thunder Pussy because he knows them. He's just like, do you guys know that Steve's an independent wrestler, too? And they're like, what? And then Molly, the singer of the band, just puts me in a headlock. And like, we love wrestling. And then the other ones start hitting me. And the pictures are just so funny. All right, it's so like, I walk to the backstage area as you're in a headlock and they're all hitting you. And I just started laughing. I was like, I know it has something to do with wrestling. But the smiles on their faces, I was like, oh, they're all having fun. Oh, they were ecstatic. Yeah. Like the pictures are phenomenal. That does look good, right? There's one. Uh, the whole band's then just quadruple teaming me, right? So that's what I want. Like, backstage. Out of context, like, what a weird looking sight. Oh yeah. But then they're like, okay, you got to wrap up the interview with, with Thunder Pussy because Gavin Rosdale Bush is waiting. So it's like we go from which we thought was funny. We go from Thunder Pussy to Bush. Uh, but you know, so then you're just like, okay, now Gavin Rosdale's out there and he was awesome. It was just. Go, 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 then go do this party, then go do that party, and then go do this stage announcement. I was late for our our BJ and Migs men's room happy hour party because I wanted to go watch Thunder Pussy. And at first I was like, I feel bad like missing the first 20 minutes of the party, but on the flip side, I'm like, everyone from my show practically is not going to be here tomorrow, and I am, and I'm going to put in work. I'm not feeling bad about this. This is the one band I want to see. It's okay if I'm 20 minutes late. 
All right, so my only issue is that every time we have Bush, I miss him because I'm doing our half hour and a yep, half. Missed him too. Right. And then, like, listeners, I get it. They're going in and out, and they're like, Ted, you're right. Gavin's crushing it. You should go see it. I'm like, dude, trust me. I want to, but like, this happy hour, I can't leave. Yeah. I know. Same. It was like, Gavin went into the crowd. Did you catch that? No. But Somebody I'm- showed me an awesome picture of a girl that fell over, but this, I forget who it was, but from their angle, the picture they took, she's like, He's like bending over to help her up, but his arms aren't out, and she's on her knees, and you just see the back of her head. And I was like, oh my God. First, I was like, is she praying to him? And they're like, no, she fell. He's about to help her up. But I go, that picture looks awful. Do not send that out. Or do. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great time. Everyone who came to the parties, all the Mega Cats listeners that we met, they were awesome. The weenie toss went really well, especially on Saturday. Saturday, I caught it. You caught it great. Yeah. Shout out to Samantha. Thanks for the toss. Oh, dude, that was how great did that feel? Awesome. That's why I just walked off and she was like, I think we have to go back to like see who beats us. And I was like, I'm kind of drunk now. We I was like, Sam, we caught one. Look at her husband, Mike. I was like, Mike, we live we're leaving as champions. You're going home with a champion tonight. And then people kept coming up to us. And they were like, Ted would a catch. And I was like, It's nothing I'm nothing without my quarterback. That's amazing. It's Russell to the Baldwin. Right. Only you guys liked each other. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Hold on, hold on. Oh, we can leave it at no, no, Ted no. Talk. Here we go. Here we go. I was going to say, it, it's, it was hard to eat, but I'm pretty sure I ate a gallon of the San Juan salsa. Dude, that salsa is legit. It's legit. And like chips and salsa, you can eat while you're talking to people yep. as opposed to like trying to eat barbecue or mm-hmm. or hunker down on a sausage. So like the chips and salsa kept me fueled all weekend. I, I kept going to them for a little sample because they given given and, and the men's room salsa from San Juan salsa. It's I recommend. It, it is so good. And they backed off the heat a little bit, which I was very happy about. Agreed. And I even told them, I was like, look. I remember when they first showed up here at the station and I tried it and my wife said, well, how was it? I was fully anticipating to tell my wife. Well, it's salsa. Like, it's just another version of salsa. Like, but it is noticeably delicious. Like, it's a very good salsa. I highly recommend if you If you see it at a store and they're at... What I love also is that they're doing mostly like mom and pop stores. Correct. Helping the, st- the stores yeah. get more business. Yeah. And then eventually phasing into the big name stores. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. But I was like, that's a cool, like, moment of, of community right there. You know what right. I mean? And like, I tell everybody, I go, look, obviously I work on the men's room. So you got to promote products. But I'm like, Elysian, Elysian makes good beers. They have a, a bunch of beers, right? People know that. I go, but for Uli's and the San Juan salsa, I was like, those things are smaller, like, like Elysian was, but they're smaller local companies and their products are awesome. Like I bought San Juan salsa for years just because I liked it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's why when we were talking about doing a salsa with them, I was like, perfect. And like I knew some of the older or people that used to work for their company from like uh-huh. Meltdown, but same thing. Like when my mom would come to town, she would always go to Uli Sausage Stand and get sausages. So when we got that one, I was like, "This is perfect." It only makes sense then. Yeah, and it's cool knowing that okay, we'll get more eyes on maybe a smaller company that wasn't getting that kind of pub because yeah. well, you know, small businesses don't have all the money in the world to spend on advertising. Correct. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like, yeah, that's sand on salsa. I'll vouch for that all day. Oh, it's delicious. If you see it in a store, I really recommend. And they were saying, like, yeah, now once word of mouth spread, like these different small mom and pop stores all of a sudden went from like carrying like a dozen to like three dozen to four dozen, and they're just selling them out like crazy. Right. And every time at the happy hour parties, I try to get a menu mail, the keg would blow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they were like, sorry, and I was like, it's okay. I'll just. Just give me a light domestic macro brew. They were like, which one? I was like, whatever giant can of light beer you have that is cold. Put it in my just, hand. Right. Like, here's my card. We were like, what about your drink tickets? I'm like, look at this line. I don't give an ass. Yeah. Like, just, just give me a beer, please. I do love we had one of our like parties and they're like, your drink ticket doesn't work for anything other than a rolling rock. I'm like, okay, what if I give you two drink tickets? Would that cover the, the whatever the giant seltzer, the hard yeah. seltzer I won? And they're like, no. And then they showed up and they gave me two Rolling Rocks. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want Rolling Rock. I just don't want to drink beer. Uh, I'll just pay. They're like, all right, fine. So I pay for the hard seltzer. And I walk away two seconds later, like one of our ladies in promotions, I think it was Sage, is like, hey, just to let you know, they finally figured it out. Your drink ticket works for anything at the bar. I'm like, as I'm holding this like $12 scan, I'm like, ah, you couldn't have told me that 30 seconds ago. Dude, that was the same way on Sunday. Because right, the... Backstage party with Phallus Law is right across from the Advocates Happy Hour and a Half. Yep. 
So I had a drink ticket. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be smart and actually use a drink ticket today and get a 24-ounce can or whatever. I go out, and the guy's like, you can't take that out. And I'm like, are you serious? I remember that. We were going somewhere at we that were, moment. We were, right. I think we were just, oh, you know what? Maybe we were going to introduce Glenn. I was like, yeah. uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Jeez, like, what are the rules? <laughs> Well, Steve, Labor Day is over. Yep. Summer's still going, but Labor Day is kind of the end of the summer, like unofficially. So it's fall. Fall focus. Who knows what it's going to be? But I'll tell you this. Steve and I were talking about in the office. The holidays are going to be here before you know it. Yep. So maybe your fall focus is, I don't know, sprucing up the lawn. Maybe you slacked off on your fitness or did you like, mm-hmm. I'm saying, but like, September, October, half of November, we got about two and a half months to like fall focus back in, and then we're back into the craziness of holidays that is like the summer here. My fall focus, start selling some stuff. Oh, yeah? Like drugs. and not, No. Oh. We've got so much damn baby stuff that we just need to get rid of. Oh, some yeah. Some of it we do goodwill, but some of it's just like we spend way too much money to just hand this off like you know the the, yeah. the crib the the stroller the car seat like these are things that are like practically brand new that are in great shape that we spent like you know five six seven however many hundred dollars on so my wife is every time yeah put it up online i'm like i know i gotta go on like one of those offer up or something offer up is like because yeah. we don't want to ship it yeah, because OfferUp's pretty... I, I hear good things. People seem to use that one a lot. Like Facebook Marketplace is another one, maybe. Yep. I don't know. But I'm not one to do that. So I never sell anything. Like I, I'm the worst at that. I'm, and I'm with you. That's a good call on the fall focus. I have piles of shirts that are already folded that I just need to walk over to Goodwill. Yeah. I never wear them. They just sit there. I'm just like, I, I don't need them. I get so many t-shirts. Like this weekend, I, I took one from San Juan Salsa because I like them, but I was like, I had like three other people try to like get me. I was like, no. And they're like, why? I'm like, I'm like I, it'll just sit in my place and yep. be more cluttered. Yep. Like, I don't need it. And like, I can't say this. Like, I don't want it. Right. No, no offense to whatever the, the logo is on there, the company that it is. It's just, I've got too many as it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, also, I need the extra money because, you know, we're going on that trip to Orlando and Tatum just discovered Disney World online. How old is she? She's uh, coming up on three in December. So two and, you know, All right, more than the, two and a half. For the record, as a Disney park kind of fanatic. It's a waste of money. She's too young to go. I agree. Because there'll be stuff she doesn't want to do. There'll be yep. stuff she can't get on. I know. And she will be, and it's. I know. You've been to Disney World, so you I know. Have. It is a lot of work. I, I don't need to tell you. I, I, know. I know how this goes. But it's so much walking. It, 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 it pained me because, you know, we've been watching all these damn YouTube videos on uh, Peppa Pig's theme park in Legoland. And she loves watching those. Every day we have to watch them because she, uh, she's getting so excited to go. And she all has right. no concept of time. So for us, you know, like, we've been doing this now for like five months. All right. So because of those damn videos, at the end of them, sometimes it suggests another video. And one of the videos it suggested had Mickey and Minnie on it. And she loves all Mickey right. and Minnie. And then it's Disney World. She goes, that looks fun. That looks fun. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, crap. Now she really wants to go there. And, you know, my wife's like, well, I know we're, I know it's extra money, but we're going to be there. Is it worth it? I'm like, it's not worth it. But I understand what you're saying. Are like, you staying on property or just in Orlando? We're just going to stay. We're thinking of staying somewhere in between Orlando and Winter Haven or wherever, wherever um, uh, Peppa Pig Land is. I don't know where Peppa Pig Land yeah, is. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but it's like it's it, it it's like one you go one way from the airport to get there. The other way, I think I don't know, but it's not next. It's not not it's not right by Disney World. It's like a forty right. minute drive. All right. So we're thinking maybe go somewhere like 20 minutes away from Disney World. That's also 20 minutes away from Peppa Pig Land. Correct. Yeah. And again, she's so young still. Like when she gets older and you go back and they're like 10 or 11, then it costs more. But stay on property. You get the wake oh, yeah. up calls from the characters and stuff. But like, yeah, she's still so young. Like, right. And some of those hotels in Orlando, honestly, are like resorts on their own. Dude, some With of the like Airbnbs are. Stuff. Yeah. Like, we were looking at an Airbnb that's like a fun splash park, a pool. Yeah. Like, it's basically a housing development that they turned into its own theme park. Nice. It's insane. Like, I'm like, I want to live there, let alone Airbnb it. Like, that sounds awesome. But, you know, it's 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 a whole other story. But God forbid there's one bad review on on any of the websites about the room, and if it involves bugs or dirt or anything along those lines or cockroaches, it, it's already it's completely dead to Sid. 
Well, it's also Florida. I know. You're talking Central Florida in October. Yes. It's still going to be hot, and there's still going to be an S ton of bugs. Yes. We're, That's we're why screwed. everybody has uh, screened in cages around their pools, because of snakes, alligators. And bugs. Yeah. That's why I'm like, let's find one of those places that just has the pool in the in the screen or in the little like greenhouse vibe. Dude, when I was like 18, I must have been 18. Uh, now I was a little bit older. Either way, I wasn't 21. So we go down on one of those Smith family trips to Orlando. My mom has a friend. Her daughter grew up with my sister. Anyhow, this lady lives in Orlando, but she has one of those homes in Orlando with like the in-ground pool and the oh, fence around Nice. It. So like they obviously want to go out on like Friday night or it's like a Thursday night, but the NBA draft is on. I know a high school buddy is going to get drafted in the first round. Okay. So they're like, what can we get you? And I was like, and at this point, Chick-fil-A hasn't shown up in Maryland besides the mall. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I want some nuggets from Chick-fil-A. But see, they went out for like three and a half, four hours. I remember like just swimming when I wanted, watching the NBA, seeing my buddy get drafted, and then like eating nuggets. And I remember they came back and they're like, yeah, all right. I was like, oh, I could, I mean, I to this day. I could I, I could waste hours in an in-ground pool just jumping in, jumping out, same swimming around. <laughs> I, I love being poolside. Oh, it's the best. Any chance I could be poolside, I don't care if we ever do anything else for the rest of the day, especially if it's got a pool and a hot tub. Well, you've heard my story from Lapine, Oregon. Uh-huh. They have a Best Western there. has a 24-hour indoor pool. So I'm staying there, and then during the day, doing day hikes up at uh, Crater Lake. So finally, one day, it's like 1 a.m., and I'm talking to the girl that works the desk, and I'm like, people must love this pool. Use it all the time. She goes, sir, I assure you, nobody has used the pool as much as you have in the last two days. And I go, what? She goes, I've seen you check into that pool eight times. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd go up to the room, like, drink a beer. Yeah. And they'd be like, I'm going to go for another swim. Bro, that's how it was when we used to do at some of these conferences where we used to stay at, I think, the Radisson in Chicago. I can't remember which one. A hotel we stay at now doesn't have a pool. And it, and it hurts right. my heart. Yeah. Because I would dip out of panels, like radio convention panels. Because I'm like, ah, oh, that one looks boring. I'm going to go dip in the pool. Like, you know, it's like, I, and, and that was like the joke where it's like, where's Steve? Oh, he's probably in the pool. Yeah. I would use the pool like three times during the convention in one day. He's <laughs> like, like oh. why not? Right. Like, I was like, and oh. they have all the towels you could want. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I just swim and float. And I'm like, I'm I get a drink and I'm, I can't ask for a better place. No. Oh, <sighs> that's when you've made it. When you can have your own indoor pool in your house. Man. Now that I'm talking about this, all the trips we've taken, we've never stayed somewhere with a pool, have we? We need to change that. We do. Okay. Right? And nothing crazy. It's like, where's Steve and Ted? Like, honestly, dude, they're just in the silver cloud down the street. It just has a pool, so they're there. We need to find a hotel in town that has a pool, and we have, instead of one of our slumber parties at your place or my place, we actually get just like a suite. Oh, in. That would be amazing. Yeah. I am so in for this. Or what's that place, the Great Wolf Lodge? Let's go to the giant water Too many park. kids. Yeah. Like That's the Silver Cloud up on Capitol Hill, they used to have an in-ground indoor pool like through the parking garage. Uh-huh. So same thing. When my mom would come to town, I was like, just stay there. It's close to my house. And then also like, you know, she'd be like, oh, I'll go sit down there, right? And she's always worried about her back hurt. And I'm like, all right, well, they got a hot tub. But same mm-hmm. thing. You'd never see anybody in there. Then one night there's a guy in there and I go... Drinking coffee at eight eight o'clock on a Sunday. He's like, "No, nah, man, it's it's coke and whiskey." He goes, "But it's hotel rooms. So all they had was the coffee cups." And I was like, "Oh, I respect that. That's awesome, <laughs> right?" All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, also, real quick, at the end of this podcast, we'll be talking. Okay, I'll be talking. Too. Steve will. <laughs> Ted wasn't available at nine in the morning. Understandably so when I recorded this. Uh, but Mad Cat Moss from the WWE WWE Mad Superstar Mad Cap is Cap. Be, sorry, Mad Cat. Right, that's what I was like. Argh. He's got an angry hat on, man. He's Mad oh. Cap. Uh, he former college football player, and now uh, he is in the WWE for the last several years, but now just starting to get a good buzz going. He's going to be here this Friday for a WWE SmackDown. So later on today on this podcast, you'll be hearing my chat with Mad Cat Moss. But when we get back, we got to jump into the world of non-predetermined sports. <laughs> right. The wide world. The wide world with the Ted Smith. Hug. Seriously. Ted. Steve. Shut the f*** up already. The Megacast will be back. Hey, fancy. 
fantasy fans. If you love J.R.R. Tolkien, then you'll love Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. And if you love George R.R. Martin, then you'll love House of the Dragon. They sound similar, but Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power is based on Lord of the Dragons, and House of the Ring is based on Game of Rings. One was written by G.R.R. Markin, the other by Tolkien R.R. Dragon. Only Amazon's got Ring Lord, Power of the The, while only HBO's got Drag House. Sunday nights are for House of Pancakes, and Thursdays are for Ring of the Ring, the R.R. of House. So sit back and enjoy Hulu's Showtime original, Dragon of the House, Ring Dings, and the Sorcerer's Stone, based on the novels by R.L. Stein. Why are you listening to this crap? I'd rather listen to kids bop over this sh**. The Megacast is back. <laughs> Sitting poolside. We're talking about blowing off work. So you go watch a Mariners game. You go, to, go to the Mariners game that's about to happen. Also, before we get into sports or anything else, yes. I don't know when you decided a pain in the grass. So real quick, here's the other thing. Like when it comes to main stage announcements, like the staff's up there. But Steve, Ted, and Taryn do the talking. Yeah, pretty much. We're the respons- uh, responsible is a very loose term, but they trust that w- things won't go off the rails with the three of us. Right. So I hadn't even noticed you do it on Friday. And then on Saturday, we did one for, because we did two on Saturday. Yee. Right. Didn't we do one? Uh, we did one before. Maybe I just did one before Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, you guys, we did one right before someone. I can't remember. Maybe, uh, I can't remember who. Uh, Sublime with Rome. Our show did. Okay. On Friday. On Saturday, I think, oh man, I don't know if we did anything. Right, because Taryn had the good Incubus joke. We did right before Thunder Pussy. Right, that Taryn had the good Incubus joke on Friday. Yeah. And then on Saturday for the last one, like Steve, like it's just the way it goes. Steve's kind of in charge. But Steve looks at me backstage, he goes, man, I'm just not feeling it right now. Can you open it up? And I was like, sure. Yeah. It's the night before I just read like the sponsors. I was like, oh, I'd love to. Right. So So then we're like, all right, I'll go out there and open it up. Like, I'll pass it to Taryn, and you're like, Taryn, you get to, I just have one thing to say. Yeah. And it was so specific. <laughs> so then Steve's like, yeah. I wouldn't tell anyone what it was. Right. And then he's like, and the Mariners won again. And that place erupted. Yes. Erupt. So then it was just funny when they won again on Sunday. I was like, oh, Steve, you got to stick with it. I was like, you know it. Because on Friday I did it, and I was like, ah, let me just do it. Screw it. I'm just so fired up that they won. I just wanted to share it with everyone. Yeah. And the place went nuts. I'm like, Okay, I forgot. Yeah, we're all we're all rooting for the Mariners. It's not like yeah. as if like this is a good run this year and everyone's excited. Saturday, same thing. They won a great game. Sunday was that the game where it went on all it day. It was rain delayed all yeah. day because I, I was right. at home when it started. Correct. And it didn't end until like right before our stage announcement. <laughs> right. So I got to say it again. And this one, I think a lot of people didn't know they won, so they went bonkers again. <laughs> it was just awesome. And man. then we joked, we're like, "Well, crap, we need another pain in the grass tomorrow, so they can keep the winning ways happening." And we didn't. And what happened? They lost the damn game. Yep. There you go. It's pain in the grass's fault. But they're back on their winning ways, Ted. <laughs> what a game yesterday. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great Great popcorn. popcorn. Patrick, I got a podcast tonight, so I'm not going to call you back. I'll call you back tomorrow. <laughs> that just dawned on me. Like, he called me last night. I was just, it's Steve, it was 830. I was like, I can't talk to anybody right oh, now. Oh, Patrick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of like, the owners of Smith Family Popcorn. That's like, Patrick, I'll call you back. I was like, on, I'll call you Ted. Wednesday. I'm like, I got a podcast and then go see Joe. Anyhow. All right. Let's start with a couple things. Number one, still don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but there's always hope. Sounders got three points this weekend. Yes. Been a while since they've done that. I won't lie. We were so busy on Sunday. I kind of forgot. So it was like, Ted Sounders actually won and got three points. I was like, nice. We're all hyped on the Mariners right now. That's why. Yep. College football is back. Yes. Uh, Huskies won. Cougs won. Maryland won. Everybody got the job done. Uh, Oregon looked like crap. I know people like to watch them lose, but that did not do much for the Pac-12 trying to say we're a real conference to just get your doors blown off by Georgia. That's no good. All right. The main thing I want to talk about this week is, Steve, we're less than a week away from our ex returning to town on Monday night. Russell Wilson showing back up. Let's ride. (laughs) Take on the Seahawks. 
Broncos. Let's ride. One more time. Broncos country. Let's ride. 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 Now, I have followed him on socials. I get where everybody's upset, but I still think he should get a warm re- reception. Agreed. When he, like, when he comes out for the game, like, I mean, he still brought us a Super Bowl. He did do good things in the community. I think people should give him that. Now, once the game starts... Let him hear it. Yeah, let him the hear it. Boo-bird let him know sing. what it's like to play against yeah. us. Hell, we had uh, AJ Francis on this morning on BJ Miggs. Uh, oh, top, nice. Top dollar now in uh, SmackDown for the WWE, because he's going to be here on Friday as well. Excellent. But we, I asked him, I was like, dude... Well, you know we're ex- we're bitter exes with Russ. He's like, dude, I, I he's like, what do you got? What, what do you have to say about Russell Wilson? He goes, I wish I could tell you something to make you hate him, but he's genuinely a great guy, and he's like, and he's a great leader. He's like, I know people have this certain thing they want to say about him, you know, but the players, anyone who's played with them, they will fight for him. Like he is a leader, and he shared a good story of him, like you know. Day one, he had to find a place to sit, and you can't sit in someone else's seat. And he's like worried about ruffling some feathers. AJ is. Well, he's like a new guy on the Seahawks. He's like, I'll right. just sit in the front. Nobody ever sits in the front. And then I'll figure out where to sit in the future days from finding out where everyone else sits. He sits down. Someone taps on his shoulder and goes, hey, man, you're sitting in my seat. He's like, oh, really? And turns out it's Russell Wilson. He's like, of course. I'm sitting in the quarterback oh, on the bus? seat. No, I, I, on in the, the meeting plane? room. Oh, in the, in the meeting, meeting room. All right. And so he's like, oh, my man, oh, my bad. You know, I don't want to piss off the quarterback of the team. Yeah. And Russ is like, no, man, you're good. I'll just sit next to you. And then for the rest of the time he was on the Seahawks, he just sat next to Russ. No kidding. Yeah. I That's a that good a, story. I thought that was a great story. Yeah. Doesn't help our narrative of wanting to hate this man, though. Right. So I'm just saying, like, I hope people give him some love when he shows up. Then once the game starts, yeah, you could boo him. See if he uh, goes off sides or something or gets a false start. Hell yeah. Did you see? uh, Also, the Seahawks, again, folks, this year is going to be rough. It's not going to be good. But if there's a chance to beat the Broncos, it is week one. I've said if they go one in 16 and the one game they won was game one Monday Night Football against the Denver Broncos, I'm okay with things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and anybody going to that game, good on you. Like, get down there early. Yeah, it's going to be a party. Tailgate, go to Sluggers, go to King Street. I mean, live it up. They're rocking the uh, the, the the action green. The action green. Yeah. Did you see the Pittsburgh Steelers troll Russell Wilson? No. i got to be honest with you. Look, the Let's Ride thing was bad at first, uh-huh. but like everybody has done it. Like I don't find it that funny anymore. Oh, see, so I the, didn't know people were doing it. Until oh, every I, college team's I, done I, it now all of it. August. Yeah. Like, everybody's done Like, to the point now where I'm like, all right, he's just doing his job. Right, because Mitch Trubinsky then did this. All right. Let's ride. Let's ride. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I get what he's doing, but just like, seriously, like, South Carolina did it. High Oklahoma did it. Right. it. High school kids are like yep. every team has done it. So I'm like, all right. And honestly, like, look, Mr. Trubisky, like, get real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if a college kid yeah. still playing quarterback wants to make fun of Russell Wilson, like, you're Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Don't you stay in your effing lane. Ooh. Right. I, I'm not even cheering for Russ anymore, but like, you're Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Right, you're not even going to have that job past week four because they're going to bring in the rookie yeah. who just doesn't know the plays enough to start in front of you right now, <laughs> Mitch. But yeah, you're right. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, but I did not know everyone was clowning on it. Oh, and then that- I see all these videos after because I was looking for the the Mitch one to grab that audio, and I just typed in "Let's Ride," and it was like, oh boy, a lot of people have done the "Let's Ride" video. See, the problem is, Steve, you spend a lot of time on not a lot, but a, the the free time you have on the internet is looking at wrestling stuff. Yes. I watch videos of college teams practicing. I follow Trill football. Yeah, totally different. different. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Our like, following been, list is completely different. Right. I've been watching colleges yeah. and high school kids clown Russell for weeks. We're in different bubbles. We are. Yeah. Diff- CM Punk has not said let's ride yet. Oh, dude. You know, what does your search look like when you just hit the search button on Instagram? Oh, man. It's probably bikini baristas and wrestling. No. I'm All kidding. right. So mine's basically hot chicks and people practicing football. Lately, I've gone into a wormhole of just offensive linemen. So it's all these offensive linemen that make videos together. Yeah. Mine's uh, Hit Row. All right. And then a certain hot girl I was looking for. <laughs> and then I was curious who a certain person is that now works in our station. Oh, I already followed her. 
That's right. Yeah. See, look, mine's all just chicks and then college football. That's literally all it is. Oh, and there's some meat in there, too. It's because I watch cooking videos. Mine, hot chicks and wrestlers. I know. You guys have a few more tattoos than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even know who this one is. And dudes with muscles because I, yep. I look fitness stuff. I know. See, I got muscle dude in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, hot girls. I, don't know, I don't know what this blonde's doing, hot, but I'm into it. Hockey. I got some hockey. Uh, yeah, Pain in the Grass. I got a little bit of that going on. All right, I got some Sounder stuff. Some music guy, some goalie masks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wow. I know they mine have involved to a, a lot. Mine involve a lot of skin, whether it be a wrestler, a bodybuilder, or a hot girl. <laughs> and then, randomly, uh, uh, a picture of uh, a couple of uh, Baltimore Oriole players. Who's that, Eddie Murray? I, th- I think that's Eddie Murray. You're right. <laughs> Is that Cal Ripken? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Let's ride. Let's ride. So you're right. I get it. It's still funny, but I'm just like, God damn it, Mitch Trubisky. Like, everybody's been doing it. Yeah, no, you're right. That makes sense. It's just not in my bubble, so I got excited. That's right. So you're like, ooh, look at that. I did love, I love reading all the comments from people like, what's up with quarterbacks being all cringy now? And everyone's like, hey, you missed the joke. Oh, yeah. He's making fun of the quarterback that did something cringy. I also think some of the social media teams, like, just calm down on that stuff. Because honestly, like, there's no cool way for them to look shooting in front of a green screen, just a hype video that's going to be on in the stadium. But when you're sitting there in the stadium and it's the third quarter or whatever, and And, he pops up and is like, let's ride, you're going to yell. Oh, you're going to feel it. But yeah, some of the social media stuff, it's like, it's two back scenes. Like yeah, there, look, even for us, there was times this weekend where I was like, no, 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 no. Like, not now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There were a few moments where I'm like, Joe, stop filming me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, no, no. Like, come on. So, like, right. Or <laughs> Nobody like, wants to see this. I'm just eating. I'm, I'm eating a Boca burger. Yeah. Or, like, in the NFL, it's like, coach showed up today. It's like, it's a coach getting out of a freaking truck. I don't need video of that that is not getting me hyped. Yeah, the green screen one, though, is funny because now everyone, I found a lot of people posting like random backgrounds to Russell Wilson when he's saying, let's ride, which is funny. That's funny. I hope one was the Titanic. I did not see that one yet. All right. That would be funny. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, some of the social media teams like, we all calm down. Yeah. Like, we don't need a video of everything. And like, you're not helping these people. Like, you're making them look more cringe than it is. Well, it's funny because you asked me before we started, like, hey, so what do you want to talk about? I'm like, oh, all the craziness that's going on with CM Punk. And you're like, I have no idea what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, let's get into this. And I didn't realize, dude, in my bubble, this is like, it's like the world is falling apart. This could be the rise and fall of of uh, AEW. In fact, people are grabbing clips from this press conference and using it and editing it so it looks like one of those dark side of the rings. All right. It was like this... Mo- so, see, long story short, I'm going to try and see if I can do this as quickly also, as possible. Also, I, I was always shocked that what's-his-name left. That, to me, said that can't be good for AEW. When Cody Rhodes left. Yeah. Like, wasn't yeah. he, like, the main dude that founded it and got everybody all fired up? It's like, all right, that doesn't look and, awesome that he's leaving. And some felt he, didn't leave, he left because of creative issues and also he wasn't getting paid what he wanted. And some are pointing fingers, and now, especially now with everything that's going on with CM Punk, that, oh, it was because of what was going on with CM Punk, because they paid Punk a lot of money to come back. Sure. And obviously, Punk right now is their champion. He just re-won the title over the weekend. And what AEW does is these post-match press conferences. They call media scrums, where it's basically, it's a press conference. But it's, it's weird and interesting. I like them because the reporters can either ask questions that keep the character and the storylines going, or some of them ask questions that are just super inside and like are about like you know the the stuff that's really not meant to be shared in front of everybody. So then it's up to the wrestler either to shoot it down or go down that road. All so right. long story short, CM Punk many 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 years ago did a podcast with uh, Colt Cabana. They were right. good friends, and it was like right around the time when CM Punk left. They said some stuff that pissed off the WWE. The WWE sued them. They got involved in a lawsuit. I can't remember who won the lawsuit or whatever, but it's a he said, she said. But apparently, like, CM Punk was supposedly going to pay all the legal bills for Colt Cabana, but then Colt was like, uh, said that he didn't pay them all. So they had a big falling out. They no longer were friends. Colt Cabana got signed to AEW many years ago. He was a part of it, and he was well loved in the back with a lot of the guys. CM Punk comes in. A lot of people are like, well, what's going to happen? Are they going to be able to coexist? Because they don't like each other. They, in fact, I think got into a lawsuit against each other. It was like really gnarly. And, well, then they they let Colt Cabana go. But then they had some of the other people that were involved with AEW, like the EVPs, like the Young Bucks and some other guys, 
We're like, Tony, no, we all love him. You can't fire Cole Cabana. So then they put him on Ring of Honor, which Tony Khan now also owns. All Different, right. You know, but a lot of people then internally are saying, oh, the reason why any of this happens is because of CM Punk. All right. Including uh, Hangman Adam Page, who was like one of the guys. He said some stuff. So during his press conference, CM Punk just hadn't even been asked a question and has never addressed his relationship with Cole Cabana since all this falling out happened many years ago. I don't know if he got like caught like a concussion or what was going on, or if, if this is all one giant storyline, it's very inside baseball. But this is what he, and I edited it, so hopefully we can get to a little bit of it. I know we got to run, but just to give you a taste of what happened. And now, like, AEW's imploding. Like, they had a massive fight after this. Like, the members of the Young Bucks and, like, uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page all showed up to uh, CM Punk's locker room. And, like, a rumor has a kick down the door to which CM Punk and then this other guy got into a fight with, like, seven dudes. And one the other dude that CM Punk was there with, his buddy Ace Steel, threw a chair at one of them, started biting one of the other guys. Like, it was a full-on, like, just fracas. All right. So here's the press conference. This is how the press conference started. Uh, Nick Houseman Wrestling Inc. I'll uh, start, Nick. Um, show of hands. Who here fancies themselves as a journalist? You're a journalist, Nick? All right. I try my best. Okay. You still do improv? <laughs> no, not a little bit. No? When you did improv, who'd you do improv with? Uh, I did it with uh, uh, Scott Colton. Scott Colton's Colt Cabana. All right. So it's obvious CM Punk knew who this guy was. I was going to say, right, he, right, when he asked him that question, you could tell he knows who this is. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Uh, no, I haven't talked to Scott in some time. So you're not friends with him? Uh, no, no, Scott and I do not see eye to eye. Oh, wow. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> My okay, so this didn't go, I think, the way that uh, CM Punk was hoping. I think he was expecting, we're still friends, and he would go off on And the he'd guy. go off on him. Yeah. Point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things, mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself. If you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with them, I apologize. <laughs> he's like, damn it. I wanted to make, I wanted to clown him. He's trying guy. to make a point. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's doing this while eating muffins the entire time. All right. CM Punk. <laughs> but you should probably disclose who you're friends with. I'm not friends um, with you. I haven't had Scott. anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a business. Why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay? You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the f*** it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to countersue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. That's so freaking harsh. He's just going for the jugular right there. Why do they do these? Because like SportsCenter tried for a while, and it's like seeing an actual sports anchor, no offense, but ask a wrestler, it's just like, right, right, but it's it's not 1970. We all know it's, you know what I mean? You can have them on to hype it. I get that. You want eyes on it. Or do interviews beforehand, but a post-match interview seems like a terrible idea. Right, it was a planned match. Right. And here you have a guy who's like, Whatever's going on, something, I think seeing that guy triggered him. And he was like, I'm using this at, this is the time. I'm finally in a room with this guy. And I'm going to, and it was funny because like, I'm sick of people asking him. No one asked him a question yet. And he's just going off about this Colt Cabana situation, which I understand has probably been years of him holding it in. And he's finally like, I, I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm finally going to let people know how I feel. But you're, you're probably not thinking fully clearly because you're still, you're in this weird state of adrenaline after a match. And he's sure. bleeding, so you know you lost some blood. You're probably lightheaded. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's a bad time to start talking about serious stuff. Also, your owner of your your company, Tony Khan, is sitting next to him. His eyes are bugging because he's like, "I do not know what to do right now." Y- yeah, but also I don't blame CM Punk. No, if all of what he's saying is true, 
I'd be pissed too. Right. There's a couple more seconds of it. Right. As soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, the mom, he yeah. sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't f***ing manage a target. Let's talk about the young bucks right there. <laughs> the See, he just pissed at that company. Yeah, I don't think it's that reporter specifically. He's no. just pissed. And he's he, like, all right, fine. You want me to do a press conference? He, I'll do a press conference. I'm letting out all my grievances. Yeah. And they spread lies and bullshit and, and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have all to do with him want nothing to do with him do not care where he works where he doesn't work where he eats where he sleeps and the fact that i have to get up here and do this in 2022 is embarrassing and if y'all are at fault you if you're not i apologize but fair what did i ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty-headed dumb like hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and f-ing go into business for himself. For what? What did I do, Dave? What did I ever do? You tell me. It's a reporter. Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Dominic D'Angelo. The Pittsburgh Penguins. What are you doing? <laughs> Some guy's wearing a penguin's hat. Oh, All right, sure. I thought he just knew who he was. Uh, and the hangman thing was apparently like hangman during one of the promos kind of took a not so subtle shot at. CM Punk caring about the workers' rights, but you don't care, meaning meaning like he didn't care that like Cole Cabana was going to get fired or something along those lines. So that's why he, uh, he was mad at that guy for going into business. It's, there's so much more. We don't have the time, obviously, but I just thought that was just like, wow. Yeah, I mean, again, just from my view, right, not a big wrestling person, like, right, but that's kind of what you get with CM Punk. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, he's most famous for sitting there on the ramp and talking about WWE and stuff, so it's like, I don't know, like, I get you paid him a lot more money than probably other people, but also, like, that's what you're going to get with that dude. Oh, yeah. He's not going to hold back. Yeah. And I was just like, this is amazing. It was like the best, the press conference, the whole thing is out there on YouTube. You could look up uh, Denise Salcedo, I think, at Salcedo. She uh, is one of the reporters there. Awesome person, does great stuff. And she just filmed the entire press conference and put it on her YouTube page, which has already got like nearly like, I think, 800,000 views already. It's, it's, it's a great watch if you want to watch a guy that's just completely unhinged and just sick of everybody's bullcrap. Yeah. And also, like, I get it. Like, there's some big boys in that business and everything. And like, he didn't make it in the UFC. He had some MMA fights, but like he does train in a real gym. Right, right, right. He so can throw it down. It might be easy kicking down his door. That would I, be my advice. <laughs> I, I would love to see, so sorry, but some muscle-bound wrestler go in there and start messing with him, and he just puts him in an arm bar or just puts him to sleep. It's like, shut up. But there's so many rumors, but apparently like, they kicked down the door, and he just went up to one of them, punched him, didn't even take a moment to like square off, just went right up and punched the dude in the face, and his buddy throws a chair at another guy and starts biting Kenny Omega, apparently. Everybody apparently has been suspended for all this. This too, yeah. According to the reports, and like, there's still no word on whether or not what they're going to do with CM Punk. If because tonight's AEW Dynamite, and they have no idea what the hell is going to happen. I know the wrestling business enough. He's going to go out there. I hope so. <laughs> they better, right? Somehow <laughs> we're, we're we're talking about if it. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm giving all of them all the money in the world. Be like, I know you all hate each other. I hope this money makes you guys be willing to sit in a room, hash it out. And let's turn this into a storyline because this is the most talked about thing in all of wrestling. Yeah. You gotta. I mean, just trot him out there. See what happens. Yeah. Live Mike. Put him out there with all those guys again. No holds barred. Put him in a cage. <laughs> all right. I know you got to go. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take another, uh, just a quick pause. Oh, yeah. They got, we got a big interview. And now we're switching from AEW to the WWE. SmackDown is this <laughs> Friday. Hey, if you want to go crazy, go see SmackDown. And then as soon as it's done, get in your car and head to Tacoma and go see SOS Pro Wrestling. It's, I'm on. The, I'm the main event because I'm the main event. You're wrestling Friday, so you're not even going to SmackDown? I can't. I know. That's it's so weird. It's crushing me. <laughs> Yeah, especially because AJ's going to be there, and I texted him like, "Dude, I'm not going to be able to make it to SmackDown." He's like, "I get it. Champions got to do what a champion's got to do." I was going to say, right? It's like main you know event it. Tacoma on Saturday though. Saturday night, or Friday, Friday night, Friday night. Where's it at? Uh, Edison Square in Tacoma. Nice. SOSProWrestling.com. Get tickets or go see the WWE. See them both. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not your parent. I'm not CM Punk. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Go to SOS. I, WWE's got plenty of money. They got all the money in the world. <laughs> We're broke at SOS. And they don't have Steve Miggs. Right. We're stuck on an island. We can't yeah. afford to get off this island that's in Tacoma. <laughs> Called an ispus. An ispus. 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. It's, up, it's almost like a peninsula, but it's different. I think it has a bridge. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's Mad Cat Moss yeah. from the WWE. Meow. Pigs! 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 Mad Cat. Hey, how's it going? Uh, dude, great. I've been big fan of the WWE. Being, and I'm, I, me, like many of the fans of the WWE, are just so excited to see you back and just killing it in, in the ring. i having a hard time following you, man. You're just too fast in the ring these days. It's so insane to just see you, <laughs> how you just crush people. And it's been a blast to watch. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. How good did that feel when you did? You know, you came back, and then there's the welcome back chance, and and, and it, you could just tell that crowd wants to support you. That had to feel good after all these years. I mean, you've been doing stuff with NXT and and getting you up, you know, working your way up into the into into the, the main, you know, not main roster, but you know what I mean. Uh, it, it's got to feel great to just have that kind of support from the fan base. Yeah, uh, it's it's been almost a year now since I returned. I, I was just looking the other day; time flies. It wow. seems like it was not that long ago. Um, but it was it was a year ago this month, and um, it really does feel great. And it it felt great for a number of reasons. I mean, just with everything with the pandemic and and yeah. kind of being isolated from people for so long, uh, just being back in front of uh, a crowd like that and and being embraced, like you said, and uh, being able to perform and just feel the energy, all of it. It felt it felt amazing, and it's uh, it's a combination of kind of feeling like some. Uh, some of the hard work has paid off, but also feeling like it's just beginning yep. and like I have a long journey ahead of me too. Oh, absolutely. And is this going to be your first time coming here to the Northwest of Seattle? Uh, it is. We were um, in the Northwest. I'm try- I can't remember where we were in, w- in Everett, Washington, I want to say. Yes. Uh, for Raw a few years ago. And uh, that, that was when I was uh, 24-7 champion. Um, and I haven't been back to that area since, so I'm I'm pretty excited to uh, to get back there. Oh, and this is gonna be a blast because this is a brand new arena for us too that we just had uh, recently put together for the the new hockey team we have here, and it's just. I mean, if you have a chance, you know, you probably got a good diet. So, you know, I'm not going to suggest go get some fried chicken, but they have Shaq's Big Chicken at the arena. That's like next level great chicken sandwich. <laughs> okay. Well, good to know. Yeah, I can't imagine. You're like, yeah, I need a good fried uh, chicken probably, sandwich. Probably not, but yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's good to know just in case I get the craving. <laughs> just in case. I know. I'm like, I'm telling a guy who's got no percent body fat, hey, have a fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> It'll be great for you. <laughs> but speaking of food, I do have to, it's a dumb question, but I have to ask you because I know you were doing a lot of stuff with uh with happy corbin and 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 you know on corbin's instagram and twitter i mean the dude just looks like he's just constantly cooking insane food on his grill did you ever get to enjoy some of his barbecue um i did and it, and it was delicious i have to give him credit uh i had a, a, a tri-tip steak that was seasoned and cooked to perfection um and he yeah he takes it serious man he's he's the real deal when it comes to cooking and grilling uh, specifically, uh, the, the, with the steaks, especially, I think I, at least that's you know half of it's based on his Instagram, like you said. Right. I'm, I'm watching him, uh, and then the other half is based on what I tasted. But I think yeah, he's definitely the real deal, and it's very he's kind of scientific with it, but also there's a bit of you know art form to it as well. So without getting uh, you know sounding too stuck up about it, he definitely knows his way around a grill. I mean more than me, I. You know, I'll just you know throw some uh, some ground meat together and, right. and put a little bit of salt and pepper on it and put it on the grill and I'm I'm good with that. You know, that's kind of how I am. Um, as long as it's you know, I, I think I make it tasty enough and it's it's fueling me. It's 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 doing its job. Right. Um. So I, that's that's kind of my method, but I definitely respect how uh, how into it he is and how great of food he makes. It's kind of a, a random thing, but we had him in a long time ago, and we've stayed in touch since then. And I told him how I was going to uh, Orlando to go to Peppa Pig Park for my kid. And he's like, my kid loves Peppa Pig Park, too. Let me know when you're going to be there. Yeah. And, I, and all I thought was, because I'm about the same high tattoos as well, I'm like, if we do this, the picture of just him and I at Peppa Pig Land together with it will just be one of the greatest pictures of all time. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah I know his daughter's a big Peppa Pig fan. Um, I, I've actually been to his house when it's been on. And so, you know, I get it. You know, Peppa Pig is, 
is a draw. It's entertaining. So, you know, that'll be – I'm looking forward to seeing that picture, though, <laughs> to you at the farm. You know, that I think that'll be entertaining. I bet you never thought you'd be talking about Peppa Pig during the middle of an interview for SmackDown. Which I don't is- think so. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's I didn't gonna- see that one coming. Oh, man, but this, uh, this Friday, we're all looking forward to it. It's happening here. It's been a minute since the WWE's been to town. So uh, I got to ask you, though, uh, I know we only have a few more minutes left, but, um, you know, being – You've been doing the wrestling for a little bit. You did college football as well. But who's been like – there's a lot of football players that are involved in the WWE or former football players, including Baron Cor- or Happy Corbin. But has there been someone that's really took you under your wing and that's been like beyond helpful in helping you make that transition from football into the world of, uh, into the world of professional wrestling? There's been a lot of guys. I really – it's hard to even point to just one or even two. You know, there's been so many – Um, and kind of at different points of my career. When I first came into WWE, I started at the same time as Finn Balor, who had obviously Mm -hmm. had many, many years wrestling under his belt. And so he was able to kind of help me along and just little simple things that you wouldn't even know or you think about, you know, like where can I get my boots? Um, where can, where's the best place to go for ring gear, all these sorts of things. Um, and, and as I've advanced, uh, especially recently in the last year, you know, when I first came back and, and was back on the road traveling again, it was, it definitely was happy who, and again, it's little things from like, you know, where to stay and where to get your rental car and how to travel, how to pack food, all these different things. And then obviously the in-ring stuff and the TV stuff, uh, you know, I, I've obviously been wrestling for a lo- uh, 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 quite a while now. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I'm still relatively new. But it's been, you know, several years that I've been wrestling. But the TV experience is something that I had lacked until the last year, especially. And Corbin has been on TV consistently for the last six, seven years. And so he's just got a, a wealth of knowledge that he was able to pass on to me. And, um when my instincts were good, he would tell me. And when my instincts were kind of leading me the wrong way, he'd say, ah, not, not for TV, not in this situation, stuff like that. That's awesome. uh, just little things that, again, I wouldn't even have thought about had he not brought them up. But then once he, he brings it up and explains it, it makes a ton of sense. Well, looking forward to seeing you this uh, Friday night over at Climate Pledge Arena. Tickets are available through Ticketmaster. And, of, of course, uh, Madcap Moss, I, I got to say thank you again for taking a few minutes. And congrats on all the great success. And I'm just – I and I think I speak for many are looking forward just to seeing just where your career is going to go in the WWE. I can only imagine that even greater things are in the near future. Well, I, I appreciate that. I hope you're right. And uh, I can't wait to get there Friday, too. It's going to be fun. Awesome, my man. Thank you for taking some time out to chat. No, yeah, no problem. Thank you. Fun interview. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Awesome. That was a really fun interview on our end as well. Mad Cat Moss, big thanks to him. No thanks to Ted Smith. Where the hell was he? Okay, he wasn't here because I recorded this earlier in the morning. But Go check out the WWE SmackDown at Climate Pledge Arena. If you're going and you don't have 0% body fat like Mad Cat Moss, enjoy yourself some of Shaq's Big Chicken. It's so dang good. Uh, That's one of the few things that I miss now that I've been doing the plant-based thing. Shaq! Make yourself a plant-based burger. There you go. Uh, we'll make that happen. All right, maybe never. But anyways, Mad Cat Moss, WWE SmackDown. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.com. And that's it for the Megacast. For the Ted Smith, I am Steve Miggs. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast.